Springfield's Talk 1041. Hey, everybody. A good Friday morning. Uh, we are broadcasting live Friday Road Show from Scramblers. Friday Road Show sponsored by Affordable Towing. And yes, it is a hero's breakfast this morning. That means you get free breakfast if you're a veteran until 9 a.m. Here at Scramblers, that thanks to Scramblers, of course, the incredible folks here. Uh, you can always, even if you don't know, if I didn't know it was a hero's breakfast when I got here, I would know by the fact that uh, you could just see it's a little busier as they're prepping, getting things ready, because as you can imagine, a little busier than a normal day, and, and they love it, we love it. Uh, the place is always uh, packed, and, and uh, it's just you know a great time, great opportunity to come out, and even if you're not a veteran, of course, veterans get that free breakfast thanks to serenity honors delta roofing air services heating cooling plumbing electrical excuse me and scramblers Uh, yesterday was day one of the impeachment uh, inquiry not the impeachment hearings but the inquiry hearings and what is somewhat humorous is aside from the defense that democrats are employing that the only thing joe biden is guilty of is loving his son and being a father is the, um, the 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 only thing that they're doing other than that is, of course, denying that uh, there is any connection whatsoever to Joe Biden other than that connection of love, <clears throat> and just be as loud and angry and distracting as possible. And it is by design. It is by design in order to make it seem like a circus because they recognize that if people see that, it will seem as if it's just political. They will tune it out, a lot of people, because they don't like that sort of raucous behavior. While some are drawn towards it, um, the, the average person that doesn't like the nastiness of politics will be turned off and and it's throwing the baby out with the bathwater sort of scenario here democrats hoping that people will see it as just this chaotic political circus and want nothing to do with it so that is uh, much of what they're trying to do they are also continuing to note that um and, and they've even asked this question, Jonathan Turley, one of the witnesses, uh, asking him if he felt that there was enough information for actual impeachment, to which he said, well, right now, I wouldn't think so. But that's why this is an inquiry. It is to gather information. That is why you have an inquiry, is to gather information for the purposes of determining whether or not there is uh, enough for impeachment and then of course that gets sent over to the senate for the trial so I'll give you a quick update just coming up here in a bit on what is uh, or what, uh, what took place yesterday they have issued a subpoena for uh, hunter biden's bank record so things are moving forward in that fashion look at the weather coming up almost summer like well i think it is flat out summer like weather for the weekend next couple of days first the latest news update and the first alert forecast it is as i mentioned going to be very summer like First alert forecast from Color 10, Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Sunny 89, today 64 for an overnight low. Sunshine 88 tomorrow and Sunday sunny with a high of 87. And the last few Fridays, Chris Stark has joined us to do a little bit of recruitment for World War II veterans specific to uh, Europe, Europe uh, that saw action in Europe. What, what's that ref- called again? 
Oh, Al, uh, the reenactors call it ETO. ETO, there we uh, go. E- European Theater of Operation. Uh, yeah, this is my last shot at this. Monday is deadline for this. Monday's the deadline. I found out the very good friend of mine is the guy that's actually making the selection. I found that out last night. Well, and we've tried to have you on at, uh, over the last several weeks at different points during the 6 o'clock hour. So maybe some people who aren't listening at 6.30 are listening now and, and so forth. And and this is about an event in which um, there you are looking to recruit some of those individuals to go over over uh, in November and explain what it what it is. Okay, the dates are 3-13, 3 to the 13th of November. Uh, it's a round trip to Berlin, Germany, and there'll be some other places along the you know when they when they, after they arrive. But uh, it is a commemoration Primarily, I think, for the falling of the Berlin Wall. Uh, also, during that period of time on November 11th, of course, is Armistice Day or whatever whatever they call it. Uh, anyway, uh, but we're looking for World War II vets who served in that theater. Uh, and that is pretty large theater. You got North Africa, you got Sicily, Italy, and all that, and uh, England. Um, I've had uh, in- interviews with bomber pilots that uh, one guy got shot down on his first mission and spent the rest of the war in a POW camp. Uh, that all qualifies. Anybody who served over there, even a day, uh, qualifies. We're looking for veterans who are not wheelchair bound, who have a uh, can get a certificate uh, from their doctor that they're fit to travel, uh, and uh, they have to have a passport, of course. And if they want to take a caregiver, like a doctor or a relative, uh, that's fine. Uh, it's round trip, first class, uh, airline, uh, and uh, five star hotel in Berlin. They'll meet the Chancellor of Germany and the uh, other big wigs there, plus VIP treatment everywhere they go. The final event is they will attend a NFL football game. And wait, so I do have the schedule in front of me. What are the dates again of the November third through the thirteenth? Uh, so it could be one of two because there are there's uh, no it'll be the November twelfth game then uh, the Colts versus Patriots. Correct. That is the game. And dumb old me didn't know they even played over there. Um, there is. Uh, a video that went viral i think it was from last season and it was one of the games in germany from last one of the previous seasons and at one point the crowd starts singing uh john denver country road the whole crowd in germany singing it in english it's really kind of neat now there are a lot of cheers on that too probably yeah oh yeah it was, it was a really neat thing and so um I, I think a lot of people who saw that probably realized for the first time that there are those i don't know if they call them friendlies i know that uh soccer does that a lot you'll have because i've seen like man U and Bayern munich and others play at soldiers field in chicago and they always call them friendly so i don't know if that's what they call when we do NFL over there, but nonetheless, it happens. Well, I, I know so it'll be fun. In Australia, they call it gridiron. Okay. Because Australian football is real football. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, the uh, it's, it's quite moving. Uh, if I can just kind of sidetrack a little bit, uh, 
Uh, I've been taking vets over to uh, Europe, Normandy, and Holland f- since 2004. And invariably, uh, we would go to a school, uh, grade school, and and uh, take the vets over to meet the uh, the kids. And it, al- it always happened. The entire class that would be there would stand up and sing uh, the Star Spangled Banner or some some American song, uh, and I mean, you could see a lot of tears going on that. But yeah. anyway, yeah, uh, it's a first class operation. It's free, and uh, I think the only thing I've left out is they have to get a passport. But I think we could get some executive interference with that to expedite it. Right. And you may have mentioned this, but they also can take a caretaker. Yeah, caretaker want. or. Uh, uh, I've talked to one uh, vet who has a doctor that's traveled with him, and and uh, they're still working on all that. But I have to have phone numbers for these people, so so I can give them to. Uh, Ale- his name's Alex Omhoff, uh, and he'll start making calls and talking to the families okay. on Monday. All right. So the deadline is Monday. So if you've heard this before, you're hearing it for the first time, and maybe you have a. Husband, wife, family member, what you know, or some sort of connection um, that is a vet, and of course, those of you who fit this particular um, category that Chris is talking about, just reach out to us. Uh, Sarah will get info up as well, how you can reach to us, and then we'll get them connected to you or get you their phone number information. Yeah, and if I could say one more thing, uh-huh. there's a lot of veteran organizations in the state uh, that uh, serve veterans various capacities. You know, you've got Honor Fly the Ozarks, you got the uh, Ozark Empire chapter of the Military Officers Association of America, you've got VFWs, American Legions. Those folks need to step up because I know they know some World War II vets uh, that could make a trip and would want to make a trip. All right, Chris Stark, as always, great pleasure, sir. Enjoy your breakfast this morning. Don't you have something on your website about this, too? Yeah, yeah, or Sarah will get it up on social media and, and um, ksgf.com also, and how to reach out to us. You can always text the American Transmissions, talk a text line, or email me, nick.reed at ksgf.com, sarah.myers at ksgf.com, or... Come by here, Scramblers, this morning until 9 o'clock. We're going to be here for the Heroes Breakfast, free breakfast till veterans. Traffic update now. I'm Nick Reed. For Springfield's Talk 104.1, A1 Custom Car Care. All those car care needs, hey, don't forget, a great resource that A1 Custom Car Care makes available to you is the show, A1 Custom Car Care, that airs right here on 104.1. Every Saturday, 10 a.m., Dustin Atwood of A1 Custom Car Care, very own Sarah Myers, co-hosting that. And it's a, it's a resource where information is provided uh, regarding all things vehicles. And you can text in questions that uh, they will use to formulate future shows. So if you have some questions, they, they, it, it's not necessarily a situation where it will be immediately answered because uh, what they oftentimes do is you know do a little research on the question perhaps and so with the stuff that comes in uh they they will grab and then if there's something that is going to be a good fit for the show then it will be on a subsequent show so you want to be sure to listen on all those shows and if you miss any you can always go to the on-demand section at ksgf.com and of course for all of those car care needs a1 custom car care
Uh, House Republicans using their first impeachment inquiry yesterday to lay out the basis for starting the proceedings. Uh, it may come as a huge shock to you that the same major networks that tripped over themselves to do wall-to-wall coverage, nonstop commentary, breathlessly uh, regarding any hearing investigating Donald Trump seem uh, much less interested in carrying this. In fact, uh, some of the major networks or MSNBC, CNN, I believe, they decided to carry Joe Biden instead in Arizona. You would think if they really, truly, genuinely believe that there was nothing there, they would cover this, wouldn't they? I know I would. I'd want, if if my motivation was to demonstrate that there really wasn't anything there, I'd be like, all right, everyone, gather around. Let's see what they have. Go ahead, show us. It's interesting that that's not the approach taken by the media in this country. Much of the Democrats' approach was to talk about Donald Trump. Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. It's an interesting approach because what they tried to do, Raskin is one of the individuals as well as a number of the other Democrat lawmakers, is compare what Biden was doing to what Trump was doing. Now, the comparisons aren't actual honest comparisons. One of the members of Congress, a Democrat, I I wasn't familiar with who he is as, as I'm watching some of this, is, of course, much of this is based off the fact that Hunter Biden talked about the Biden brand, right? The Biden brand, which, of course, a.k.a. Um, influence and how that was for sale. So. One of the Democrat lawmakers on the committee, trying to be cutesy, was asking the witness about all of the Biden hotels and buildings with Biden and building the Biden brand. And Oh, oh, wait. Oh, that's Trump. I'm sorry. Trying to equate the Biden brand, as Hunter Biden talked about, for the purposes of selling access to his dad, trying to compare that to... Trump and the free market system that for decades before even running for public office built an empire, an economic empire. What is interesting about the approach when they try to say, well, Trump did it too, is according to them, Trump belongs in prison. Trump is this lousy, corrupt crook. Well, if your justification for Joe Biden's behavior is that he's only doing what Trump did, then should he not also get the same treatment that you gave Trump? You see, the left, they are accustomed to their base, not requiring common sense, not requiring any sort of consistency, not requiring any sort of ethical intellectual argument. So they can throw out these sort of statements and rationales that are complete contradictions or defeat the purpose of their point. Because when you say, well, Biden did the same thing Trump did, which, again, is erroneous anyhow. But that's what they're trying to claim. But then they claim Trump belongs in prison for all of his corruption, including the things that they are comparing to Biden. Well, then doesn't that mean Biden should also go to prison? Well, no, see, that's different, of course. 
The Washington Examiner noted what one might call takeaways from yesterday's hearing, and one of them is there seems to be a concerted approach by Democrats to leave behind defending Hunter Biden. For the longest time, we would hear defense of Hunter Biden, and there was no proof or evidence that Hunter Biden did anything wrong, or that, well, he's just a drug addict, see? Poor Hunter. The defense of Hunter Biden seems to have been something that they have cut loose now. And their new approach is, well, that doesn't prove there's a direct link to Joe Biden. So they're no longer apparently going to take the everyone is innocent within the Biden family tact. Which, of course, is another moving of the goalpost. This is typical Democrat mo you deny and then when it's proven to be true you justify it and then you move the goalposts and say well no this is what we're saying didn't occur or didn't happen and then when that's proven to have happened and we see it over and over and over again of course with this particular situation we have gone from let's not forget prior to the last election the denial by joe biden that anyone in his family got any money from any foreign countries to acknowledgement now that, well, okay, maybe 11 family members have gotten millions and millions of dollars from a, a number of different countries who admittedly at least thought they were buying access to Joe Biden, but it was just the appearance of it. And, and you know, this is where we are today. Jim Biden has entered the conversation as well. Lawmakers discussing newly unveiled messages between Hunter and his uncle Jim, which would be the brother of Joe Biden. For example, in December of 2018, a message released on Wednesday by the House Ways and Means Committee, Jim consoled Hunter about money troubles, assuring him that he could work with his father, saying, we, as usual, just need several months of his help for this to work. Uh, he said in another message, the one from this one, rather, from August of 2017, Hunter Biden wrote to a Chinese business associate that Jim Biden would be bringing his brother, Joe, to a meeting with the powerful chairman of a Chinese company that was then paying both Hunter and Jim Biden large amounts of money. Uh, this despite the fact, of course, that we're told that uh, Joe Biden had no clue any of this was going on. I guessing that Democrats are going to claim that Joe Biden went with Jim Biden to meet with the powerful chairman of a Chinese company to talk about the weather because this is or because, you know, he loves his son so much. That's all that this is. This is just a father loving his son. There is another approach that is erroneously being presented out there that I want to talk about here. We're going to get a, take a quick break. And, you know, they, the, the Democrats, one of the goalpost placements was, well, there's no evidence that there's no, there's no link between all of this money, all of these briberies and, and all these LLCs and bank accounts. Um, there's no link to Joe Biden. And that, of course, is shifted. Well, there's no direct link. The reason that this is important is because in order for somebody to be convicted of bribery, 
there doesn't have to be a direct link. That is a distinction that is irrelevant when it comes to bribery. And, and hey, guess what, folks? When we're talking about impeachment, we always talk about the high crimes and misdemeanors. Preceding that in the Constitution is treason and bribery. Live from Scramblers this morning, the Friday Road Show sponsored by Affordable Towing. It's a hero's breakfast, free breakfast for veterans until 9 a.m. That thanks to Scramblers, Serenity Honors, Delta Roofing and Air Services, Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, Electrical. I'm Nick Reed. We have gone from the claims and defense in the media of Biden and Democrats that no one in the family has done anything wrong uh, no one in the family has ever received any money from any foreign entities, and we know that there are 23 countries now, and that like 11 or 12 family members have bank accounts in which foreign money has been um, poured into, and and so that goalpost they've had to move that on numerous occasions. Still telling us, of course, there's nothing here whatsoever. Which, if there's nothing there, why do you keep having to move the goalpost? Obvious question. You don't have to move a goalpost if there's nothing there. You don't have to keep changing your narrative if there's nothing there. But the latest that they've been on for some time is, well, there's no evidence of direct payment. There's no direct link to, to Biden. The problem in that defense is, for legally speaking, bribery, specifically when it comes to politicians, there does not have to be a direct link. In fact, specifically, it can be indirect. Former federal prosecutor and FBI consultant Joseph Moreno told the Daily Caller News Foundation that federal law makes it a crime, quote, for a public official to directly or indirectly receive something of value in return for being influenced in the performance of any official act. So in establishing whether there was a quid pro quo, prosecutors would have to show that something was demanded or received by a public official in exchange for some official act. For example, you know, firing a top prosecutor in exchange for releasing a billion dollars in much needed aid. He noted this can be done via a direct payment or gift to a public official or an indirect one through a family member or business associate, end quote. So this defense that we hear in the media and from the Democrats that there's no evidence of a direct link to Joe Biden, there doesn't need to be one for it to be considered a bribe which again i would note is one of the two specific offenses listed in the constitution for impeachment we hear so much about high crimes misdemeanors which the problem with that is it's open for interpretation that discussion has happened on numerous occasions but preceding that in the constitution treason and bribery Live from Scramblers, I'm Nick Reed. The first alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt, sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements. A sunny day with a high today of 89, 64 for a low tonight. Sunshine 88 tomorrow and Sunday sunny with a high of 87. We have a hero's breakfast, free breakfast for veterans this morning at Scramblers until 9 a.m. 
And now Sarah Myers. Thank you. And I want to tell you about my friends over at Beatles Property Maintenance. Now, first things first, Beatles is spelled B-E-A-D-L-E-S, and they specialize in a variety of home repairs and maintenance. Now, as we creep into the colder weather, as we move into fall, maybe you are spending a little more time inside your home and you've noticed some repairs that you really need to address, but you're not exactly sure if it's something that Beatles Property Maintenance can help you out with. Well, I recommend that you give Bruce and his team a call. They'll come out. They'll do an inspection for you. They'll give you an estimate and then they'll let you know if it is something they can do. And oftentimes uh, it is something they can do. Now, the Beatles team, they specialize in crawl space repairs, vapor barrier installs, sump pump installs, deck repairs, bathroom remodels, mold remediation, water restoration, plus so much more. Now, you can find all of the contact information for Bruce and his team. All of that is going to be housed under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at KSGF.com. The news leader is, has been working overtime the last couple of weeks or so. This week in particular, it seems as if um, working on behalf of the elite yeah, within the Springfield School District. <clears throat> We've discussed, and it's been very clear, there's no attempt to even provide objective journalism. It isn't journalism. It's advocacy. And uh, that is occurring whether it is hiding what content is in books that many parents do not feel is appropriate to have provided to all children without a save from parents. We went over the piece that was written and how it was spreading disinformation. I forget what day that was. It was... Uh, Tuesday or Wednesday or Monday. It was one day this week. You can go back, listen to the on-demand section. Usually they're labeled in a way that will, will give you an idea of, uh, of what the show is about. But, but we go through and break down uh, the disinformation that is being spread by the newsleader. And I, listen, you know that those who want the pornography put in schools where parents have no control over whether or not their kids see it. So in other words, those people want to decide for all parents that their children will have access to that material. Outlets like the News Leader, they try and leave their viewers, their uh, readers rather, misinformed because they never put in their stories any of the content that is objectionable or that is objected to. In fact, the only description in the most recent piece about students forming an organization to try to stop book banning referred to the books as having <clears throat> content that involved race and LGBTQ issues and violence, never mentioned pornography, never even mentioned anything that had to do with sexuality or sex. It is a deliberate attempt to mislead. There is another deliberate attempt to mislead. It's either that or I suppose there is another explanation that would be Claudette Riley who is the one that writes these these advocacy pieces is really completely 100% clueless and she is just essentially having the information written for her by advocates and then she puts it in the paper. I, I don't know which of those two it is. Now, the latest is, on split vote, SBS board refuses to update anti-discrimination policy risking USDA audit. Headline once again written so you understand who the good guy is and who the bad and reasonable guy is. 
three Springfield School Board members voted against revising a policy Tuesday to include gender identity and sexual orientation in the list of reasons the district cannot discriminate against students when it comes to providing school meals. The change was required by the U.S. Department of Agriculture for districts that participate in the federal free and reduced price lunch program. Now, let me tell you what this isn't about. And if you don't know any better and you're only getting your information from the news leader, you are completely absolved from any sort of guilt of being misled because that's the whole point of this. They make it sound as if this is something that is put into place to prevent the Springfield School District from discriminating against students when it comes to providing school meals based on gender identity and sexual orientation. Now, has anyone ever, 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 once, be it Springfield or anywhere in this country, heard of a situation in which someone was denied the ability to eat a meal because of their sexual orientation in the school districts in this country? Ever? Have we ever heard of that? You know, when it comes to girls being forced to shower with boys who identify as girls and compete against boys in athletic competitions, we constantly hear, well, it's not that big of a problem. Well, it is happening across this country. You know what isn't happening across this country where you can't find a single instance in which somebody was told, oh, you're, you're a lesbian, you don't get to eat today. Never happened. That's, that is not what this is about. I will share, and we, I, we knew this was coming. If you listen to the show, you knew this was coming because there was an announcement made earlier in this year. I believe it was springtime in which many of us, well, I, should, I don't know who else did, but I was warning that what they're going to do is threaten to withhold lunch programs for students who can't afford them Unless schools force girls to shower and compete against boys and use restrooms with boys who claim that they're girls. That's what this is. This is not about making sure that the Springfield Public School District doesn't deny lunch to LGBTQ students. This is about forcing them to force girls to shower, share locker rooms with, and compete against boys. I, there was a, a piece at the time from, this was June of 2022. So it wasn't, I, I, um, it was that far back. I forgot it was that far back that this announcement occurred. So it wasn't this year, it was the previous year. And Sarah Partial Perry wrote at the time, there's been plenty of stern undrung over the upcoming Title IX rule change from the Department of Education, one that will expand the prohibition against, quote, sex discrimination under Title IX of the Education Amendment of 1972 to gender identity discrimination. Such a change anticipated for release this month, again, this was last year, will, among other things, open up every single-sex restroom, locker room, housing accommodation, sports team, or admission program to the opposite sex if those individuals simply claim 
to be female. A June release of the new rule poetically coincides with Title IX's 50th anniversary and LGBTQ Pride Month. Because of the significance of the new rule, it may have been easy to miss the Biden administration's most diabolical move yet in its battle for mass transgender acceptance. The U.S. Department of Agriculture has recently announced that it, too, will interpret the prohibition of discrimination based on sex found in Title IX to include sexual orientation and gender identity. Except it goes further. It will also expand the sex discrimination definition found in Food and Nutrition Act of 2008, amended by the Supplemental Nutrition uh, Assistance Program, formerly known as Food Stamps, in precisely the same way. Why does that matter? Because it holds food for needy children hostage to the transgender agenda. We've got to take a break, and I want to continue to break this down and explain this and how it is. And again, we knew this was going to happen. Because they tipped their hand a bit some time ago with this. And they were going to begin threatening schools to withhold food from disadvantaged kids unless schools began forcing girls to be subservient, be obedient, and take showers and compete against boys. More next. Live from Scramblers, I'm Nick Reed. We got a Heroes Breakfast live from Scramblers. <clears throat> I do have to apologize. I know I mentioned earlier in the week I've been kind of my body battling something off, and I actually it's just the worst. This is the worst part. The worst part is when there's a tickle in the throat uh, because then it makes it hard to, uh, to talk. I don't mind the groveliness or the raspiness, but then when it makes me have to cough, I just, I hate that because I know it's annoying to me, I know it's annoying to you, so all I can do is just ask that you forgive me and bear with me. There's a story in the news leader, once again, misleading with disinformation regarding a 3-3 vote in which the Springfield Public School Board refuses to update anti-discrimination policy risking USDA audit. USDA audit. And they claim in the news leader that they refuse to include gender identity and sexual orientation to the list of reasons the districts can't discriminate against students when it comes to providing school meals. So in other words, the disinformation here is to make you believe that all this is doing is saying that you can't deny someone food because they're gay. Because that's been such a huge problem, of course. It was last year that the Biden administration, through the Department of Agriculture, announced that it was going to prohibit or discriminate based on sex, including sexual orientation or gender identity. In a memo from May, the USDA directed all state agencies and Food and Nutrition Act program operators to expeditiously review their program discrimination complaint procedure and make any changes necessary to ensure complaints alleging discrimination on the basis of gender identity and sexual orientation are processed and evaluated as complaints of discrimination on the basis of sex. 
As with all its other expansions of sex discrimination in federal law, the administration has proffered the U.S. Supreme Court Bostock v. Clayton County opinion extending workplace discrimination protection under Title VII of the Civil Rights Acts to gay and transgender employees as justification for its new interpretation of, quote, sex discrimination in the Food and Nutrition Act and school lunch program. This doesn't come as much of a surprise for anyone who remembers that on day one of his presidency, Biden issued an executive order on sexual orientation and gender identity discrimination, making clear that every federal agency was going to toe the line on a new sexual orthodoxy and cited Bostock as support. As I've written and publicly testified, the White House has gone far afield of the court's ruling, expanding it beyond what the justices stated clearly in the opinion was limited to Title VII only. Even major media outlets such as USA Today's fact check were forced to admit that Biden's executive order called for a broader application of last year's Supreme Court Bostock v. Clayton Court uh, country ruling. So in other words, USA Today... And their fact-checking acknowledged that the Biden administration was erroneously using that ruling in order to force this ideology outside of the court's rulings. The Food and Nutrition Act SNAP programs administered by USDA provided nutrition assistance or provides rather nutrition assistance to eligible low-income individuals and households via monthly benefits or an electronic payment card similar to a debit card which can be used at stores to purchase food, of course. It also establishes the National School Lunch Program which is administered by state agencies that receive federal funding through the USDA and then enter into agreements with individual schools to provide that funding. The school lunch program services over 21 million needy school children every day, children who rely on it in order to have breakfast, lunch, or both, approximately 100,000. Public and private schools and even some residential child care facilities receive federal funding to provide subsidized free or reduced price meals for qualifying children. But now... A school's failure to adhere to gender identity, anti-discrimination policies, and schools that fail to adhere to open restrooms, where girls have to share them with boys, where girls have to share locker rooms with boys, and where they have to compete against boys who identify as girls, will put their federal nutrition assistance funding at risk. This means that needy kids, no matter their sexual orientation or gender identity, might have to go without meals at school. The USDA even made clear that, quote, there will not be a grace period for accepting and processing discrimination complaints based on sexual orientation and gender identity. Now, so this is what all of this is about. As usual, you have the Democrat administration that is creating a problem targeting certain groups of individuals, but what they're doing here is they're going to make it look as if it's their opposition doing it. So the Biden administration sets the stage to deny uh, funding for food for economically underprivileged kids unless schools adopt their radical ideology when it comes to girls and boys and restrooms and locker rooms and so forth. The way, and you can see the news leaders doing their bidding here, that they are presenting it 
is that those who are opposed to forcing girls into that situation hate the LGBT kids so much they refuse they absolutely refuse to protect them from being discriminated against. And they're willing to have, and this is what will happen if, if the Springfield School District faces the funding being cut off by the Biden administration for the underprivileged kids for food. No, no, no. It won't be the Democrats that get blamed for it. It won't be the Biden administration that gets blamed for it, even though they're the ones who made the decision to do it. It will be the fault of the school board members or the people who want to protect the girls from being in that situation. Nowhere in the Springfield Newsleader piece does it talk about any of that. Nowhere does it talk about the move made earlier in the administration to deny funding unless schools bent to their will, forcing girls to share locker rooms and sports competitions with boys. And that, of course, is because the news leader's purpose is not to inform its readers as to what is going on. It is to do the bidding of, as an advocacy organization, at least when it comes to education, of the Biden administration and the Democrat Party. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. Garage experts, video of my transformation on 104.1 Nick Reed in Facebook. You can also see I sit down and do a quick interview with Mark and Shelley Long on Nick's endorsements at KSGF.com. Uh, Steve Adam do work for them, and he said Mark and his crew were exceptional. I am extremely pleased with how my three-car garage turned out. It has completely transformed it. I highly recommend Mark and his company for your epoxy or storage needs. They are just fantastic to work with. Another review start to finish. Entire process professional, smooth, seamless. The office staff is fantastic, presenting showroom options and honest upfront pricing. Mark and his install crew were early each day, did a fabulous job, delivered what they promised in a timely manner. Finished product is incredible. Neighbors are already impressed. We highly recommend Garage Experts of Southwest Missouri, as have I for some time now. And not just for your garages or your patios, but if you have a business and you got a floor, particularly one that you got to keep and keep clean, I don't think you can go wrong. You definitely can't go wrong by reaching out and talking with Garage Experts under Nick's endorsements at KSGF.com. News in 60 seconds.